Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Kathy Anello, together here with my co-hostess, Carrie Butler. Ellis, <laughs> we have been gone for almost four weeks, and we are so excited to be back on the air. And let me tell you that we have been living a large amount of life in that month. Uh, Carrie and I were in Maui from October 4th to October 14th, attending a woman's retreat called Worthy and Self-Assertiveness with Doreen Virtue and Nancy Levin. And we met some fabulous women there and really just got to polish our self-empowerment skills that we already possess because we worked with Nancy before and Doreen. And uh, really just being able to polish those skills. And I'm super excited. Carrie, how are you doing this morning? I'm awesome this morning. I am as well super, super excited to be back on the radio. I'm excited about our show today. I'm excited about, you know, just talking a little bit about Maui and how we have the most amazing, amazing time. Anybody that has, I know, right? Anybody that has not been to Hawaii, it really must be on one of your 50 desires list because. It is truly the most magical place. I'm Hawaii in general is the most magical place. And I, it, it's kind of crazy, but like, I almost like, I really don't like going because I don't like coming home because of like, yeah. I just, you know what I mean? Like for me, I do understand it's my that, home. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's like, you're, yeah, my you're, there, you're definitely, my, definitely more tied to the island as far as a personal emotional connection, which I was able to witness when I was there. And I just love that about you, that you have that Hawaiian flair. And uh, Carrie and I, you know, when you travel with a person that you've never traveled with before, you you really have no idea what that's going to go like. And it can go either way. Carrie and I were such easy travel companions. There was never really a moment of, oh, my God. There was never – we just really just flowed easily. We had separate living spaces, which is, you know, really was wonderful to be able to get our own space. And I told my daughter when I got home, I said, there were times when I felt like I was on a solo vacation because we gave each other space, and that was really important to the process, you know, was having that time to just be quiet be by myself, really think about things in my life, where I've been, where I've come. And I, I know you had, had a lot of those experiences while you were doing your walking. And yeah, it was, um, it was crazy. I mean, I, every morning I would wake up and we, where we were staying was a little bit up on a hill, um, but about a block and a half, maybe away from the beach. So I would go every morning and I would plug into Abraham and Wayne, and I, I remember one, one day Kathy called me. She's like, yeah, you've been gone for like two and a half hours. Like, what are you doing? Are you alive? And I literally had just walked and walked and walked, and I would find these little coves that, that were down along the beach, and I would just go and sit and meditate for a little bit and then go, okay, it's time to walk again. And, and I don't know if you – like, I'm not sure whoever's um, – 
listening, but some of you know that my angels give me messages, and one of them is that I find black hair ties, um, like those little <laughs> ponytail holders. And I literally, this is this is the most amazing story. So I was walking and walking, and I had literally gotten to a point where I could not walk on a path any longer. The path had stopped, and so um, I walked out onto this lava bed, which was, you know, it was like low tide, and so there was pebbles and rocks and little um, tide pools and stuff. And I sat there and I listened to the I Am meditation by from Wayne. Mm. And then it was like, okay, it's time to go. You know, I got to get back. And as I was walking over the pebbles, I looked down and I thought to myself, no, this is this I cannot. This is not happening. And sure enough, nestled in the rocks was a black ponytail holder. And I think that of all the ponytail holders that I've ever found, this one, which is a hundred at least. <laughs> yeah. Oh because my God. While we were, I have a freaking jar of them. You guys, it's crazy. While like, we it's, were I'm walking kidding, together. Like, yeah. While we were walking together, we also found them and I would look down and go, of course there's a black ponytail tie <laughs> on the ground because it just seemed to be the flow. I have my own story with dimes. It's kind of the same thing. I, I want to take just a second to shout out to our girl, Susan Merfritz, who was Woo! with us on this trip. And we just adore her. And uh, I have a picture of her and I that I just look at and I think this girl was the first time I'd ever met her in person. We'd been friends um, through our online coaching uh, groups and, I just knew that she was one of my peeps. And when I met her in person for the first time, it was like I've known her for my whole life. And I know Carrie felt the same way. Uh, we love you, Susan. So I just wanted to shout out to you on our Hawaii trip because we haven't had a chance to do that. And she's off on her own amazing adventures, um, which I'm sure she's going to podcast about soon. So I'll let you guys know when that comes up because she is hilarious. So today we're going to go ahead and, and talk about our show a little bit. And I've titled it Honor the Observer in You. And you probably haven't had a chance to read the information, but what I, what I wanted to say was that often we, we want to react to situations in our life, and the reactions often come quite spontaneously. Uh, but when we should actually be hitting the pause button. And we don't really often take the time to honor the silence and take the time and space to make important decisions in our life. Now, sometimes I don't think that's a bad thing because sometimes your gut says go for it and you go for it and it turns out to be the right thing. But in some of the bigger decisions, I personally have found that now I'm able to hit the pause button rather than responding immediately. I can say, I'm going to sleep on that. Um, I'm going to talk about that tomorrow after I've had time to give this some thought. And when I have that space to do that, my decisions are much more clear uh, I have more clarity on the situation, and I really have noticed that when I get quiet, I'm changing. I'm making inner changes. And when I let the noise of the world cloud my thoughts and I overthink things, uh, good decisions aren't made. So I have a Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote, and it's very simple, and it says, the reality of life speaks to us in silence. Oh. That's awesome. Very, I'm sorry, you guys. This is the first simple. time I heard that quote. Yeah, very simple. Very simple. 
Yeah, I, you know, we, and it's, I'm so excited um, that we are having this talk today. I, and, and you guys, it was because Kathy and I were, you know, we solve all the problems of the world as we do. (laughs) And we were having a conversation about a conversation that I had with my mom and um, I know mom I love you if you ever listen to this so here's what happened in a nutshell what happened was my mom commented on the fact that my sister bought a dress for a wedding that literally is over a year away and it's her son and without getting into all of the, you know, crazy gossip and details about the conversation, what I listen, like, I just, what I realized is, is that there was nothing that I could say about the situation. I shared with her my thoughts, which was, who cares, like, in the big picture, what my sister wears to this wedding? Like, honestly, like, who cares? Like, you know, and that's like something that we also I also think about a lot. It's like when we're making decisions or something, it's like, does it really matter? Like in the long run, like my sisters wanted to wear this dress, this type of dress for 20 years. She saw it on Lady Di a long time ago and fell in love with it. And I was thinking, my God, like how amazing that she gets to finally live out her dream. Right. I just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and like to honor that for my sister. But what I realized is, is that my mom didn't see it that way. My mom has an opinion about that. And when I attempted to share my point of view with her, it was, you know, I got shut down. I just got shut down. So I realized in that moment that there was really nothing else I could do. So I just became quiet. Not like in a, like, um, okay, fine, I'm not going to talk to you. But I took in the experience of my dialogue with my mom and I honored where she was at and I honored where I was at and I just realized, you know, there's really nothing, we can't, there's nothing to say here. So I just got quiet. And what I realized is, is two years ago, maybe three years ago, I would have like probably, first of all, I don't think that I would have thought what I thought. I don't think that I would have said, oh, yeah, like how amazing, you know, that she gets to honor this dream that she's had for 20 years. Kind of, I would have gossiped with her. Like I would have, you know, I would have mm-hmm. like tied mm-hmm. in with that. So just that was for me like a really powerful moment of becoming silent and realizing, you know, just sometimes we just need to become quiet, honor each other's process, notice where we are where each other is and, and move on. That was what was true for me. And, and I love that story because it's just the simple thing. It's, but silent, you know, for me personally, and I've talked about this, you know, in many ways, uh, when I lost my job and I was sort of left with myself after having, you know, years of days that started at 6 a.m. with kids to school, and then the next thing was off to the office, and then I'd be home, kids, dinner, you know, and I never having moments alone or moments of silence, and then suddenly left with myself and sitting in a big house with no sound because I kind of refused to turn the TV on at some point because I was afraid I'd become a couch potato. (laughs) 
uh, which, you know, now I go, gosh, I had all that time to watch all those great shows. But I, <laughs> I laugh about that. But, but the truth is that forcing myself to be silent is what got me to this moment today being able to be clear on what direction I wanted my life to go, being able to be clear on what my passion and my calling was in life. And, and, and I honestly, you know, shout out to Wayne Dyer, but when I was trying to figure out what's my calling, that million-dollar question, uh, you know, Wayne Dyer gave me advice that said, uh, when you're trying to find your calling, do service work you know, go help somebody. And that kind of turned it around for me where I thought, you know, I have all this time and I can go do some volunteer work. And I did some volunteer work with uh, Project Sanctuary during that time and got to help out um, just putting away these, putting manuals together on bullying, which was for me, after coming out of this toxic situation at being bullied at work, actually turned out to be a very healing process for me. So, and then I started to realize that what I had was a bigger mission in the world, and that was to help people get happy again because I was realizing how unhappy I was and how unhappy the clients that I was doing the volunteer work were, you know, trying to find a way out. And so that is what led me on the path to, you know, finish writing my book and start talking to people about getting happy. And like you said, big deal about my sister's dress. Uh, in the big picture, and I'm laughing, thinking, yeah, because if I had six months to live, I would buy that dress, I would wear that dress, I would dress that dress, and I would do everything right. that I could to fulfill that personal dream for myself because what I know for sure, Oprah moment, is that when you have a dream and you fulfill it in your own personal self-satisfaction, it's an amazing feeling, and it's all about feeling. And so when you're feeling excited about something or fulfilling something that you have wanted to do and it comes to fruition, you know, that's everything. That's really everything. That's what it's all about. That's how we are happy. Yeah. And there's so much, there's so much, we're so, we're so backwards, you know, in the way that we, in the way that we have been taught. And I was, um, one of my, um, my, my most personal, amazing spiritual teachers, her name is Satya Bella. Shout out to Satya, I love you. Um, and we, we uh, connected the other day and she said, so how are you? You know, and I, I realize in my growth and in our trip to Maui and stuff, like where I've come and how, um, you know, we're getting ready for the holidays. And so we started to talk about that and, and everything. Mm. And I said to her, I said, you know, I, I imagine myself being very quiet, like silent, if you will, at these holidays because wow. I, for me personally, yeah. like I'm trying to find the balance of being with my family and what they're, you know, where they are in their process and where I'm at and my process and I have nephews that are millenniums right now and and they're they're what's important to them is not what's important to me you know like I don't need a pair of $600 tennis shoes that look like vans to be important and so it's just for me it's like quiet 
it's a fine line for me because I feel like, you know, there could be judgment there. Like, oh, my God, like mm-hmm. these kids, they don't know what they're talking about. And, right, right, you know, right. But, but yet. Conditioned, conditioned judgment. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And it's like, well, just kind of sit back and wait. But I just. You know, so I'm just, I, I, I shared with Sati, I said, I really do. I imagine myself being really, really quiet at Thanksgiving dinner this year because I don't, I, I don't want to say anything. But I also Here's need up. to just, like, I just, need, I just need to, like, step into, like, this is where they're at, you know, and this is a Wayne moment for me. And it's just, like, they're at where they're at. I'm at where I'm at. It's not any kind of ego thing or anything, but it's just like observing, you know, just like observing who's where yeah. and, and that. And, you know, and, and being very quiet in my observing. Coming with the observer, though, I feel like the observer moments also allow you to have these be present moments because if you're, if you're sitting there observing what's going on around you and each person and everything, you're actually in the moment of life. Like, so I'm looking at it and thinking, I'm listening about in the holidays, that's a whole other show, which we will probably do. But, uh, you know, the observer allows you, like it says, the reality of life speaks to us in silence. Because in the silence, you must be present. You're not, you're not overstimulated by outside, you know, forces, external forces. You have just that moment of sort of, you know, just try today for a moment just to get real quiet and sit somewhere where there's just basically nature sounds or, you know, set the sounds of silence and allow yourself like three or four minutes of that, of nothingness. It's a zen, zeny type meditation space and see how that feels because, you know, and then pinch yourself because that's a moment of life. Like if you think about those four minutes that you spend in silence, that's a moment of life. But we have, you know, 5,000 of those moments a day, probably. I mean, when you think about how many, you know, minutes, I guess I could do the math, but I'm not going to. (laughs) But we have these moments and there's a million of them a day and we don't take that four minutes to just go, oh, let's go into the next moment. So I'm learning how to do that. I'm learning how to pause in my car before I get out and engage. I'm learning how to shut down my mind um, when I'm overthinking something. I just think about something else. I think about something completely, you know, off topic. Excuse me, but I was thinking about pulling a card now. Carrie, are you ready for me to pull a card? Yes, I am totally ready for you to pull a card. Oh, you're on mute, huh? Carrie's picking up her son at surfing. She's living the L.A. life. <laughs> I know. So only jealous. in L.A. do we get, like, class as surfing. So I'm Surfing class at, at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm at, the, I'm at this moment. I'm putting surfboards on the top of the car. So I apologize for, hey, it's reality, uh, no, though. It. We, uh, I love it. So I'm going to pick a card, and then you come back. Uh, hopefully you'll be back soon. Okay. So today's first card is the 10 of winter. And it's the resolution of difficulties, a weight lifted off of your shoulders, the end of an addiction or codependency. Wow. So the 10 of winter, you know, I always think of winter always turns to spring. That, that metaphor of, uh, you know, you have to have winter before spring can come. 
And so this card indicates the resolution of difficulty. So if you're having some times in your life where you're feeling, you know, life is difficult right now, or you might have been going through a personal difficult journey, uh, I know for me personally I actually have been, and um, to get a card that says the resolution of difficulties is kind of like that weight lifted off of your shoulder type feeling of it's almost like when you become clean about something or clear about something or clarity can come to you about a situation, it is a weight that comes off of your shoulders and you feel the shift in your body, you know, the body being the barometer of your truth, Nancy Levin. Uh, it really does feel good when you find resolutions to your difficulties. So I will say that in the silence of your life, when you are going through a difficult situation that you take the time either to maybe journal about it or, you know, talk to your recorder so that you can sort of talk it out with yourself. I, I've done that before. Have my own personal conversations and say, hey, you know, what's really going on for you? Well, I'm feeling this way or I'm feeling that way. And that helps me clarify it. I think that there was a time in my life where I felt like, that would have been ridiculous to have a conversation with myself. And I would have listened to other people's voices and opinions uh, before I honored my own opinions. And that is so last year for me because I don't do that anymore. I really honor what's true for me. And I highly recommend you honoring and, and um, what's true for you and not being afraid to go for that. Just go for what's true for you. So, the end of an addiction or codependency possibly for me and personally on this card would mean that I don't have to take care or solve anybody else's problems. I don't have to be the fixer. And so, uh, yeah, that's a cool card, Ten of Winter. Winter always turns I love that spring. card. I know. Well, And, you know, what it's we always... were talking about, or what you were talking about rather about, you know, not mattering what other people say. Um, before you and I got on the, the show, we were talking about how it's okay to take a minute, you know, like you don't have yeah. to make a decision about something as it's, you know what I mean? Like as it's coming up, like you can just say, you know what, like I need to, I need to take this in. I need to think about this for a day, a minute, an hour, like so that yeah. you can process I mean, it I within like that, that's the silence. Yeah, I feel like that. Like I'm almost wanted to tell everybody this is a mandatory thing. Like now, like when you have something come up that you are going to react to with anything less than something normal, you have to pause because when you pause, you eliminate this whole big bag of stress around you that a reaction, you know, can give you. Like it, unless it's like a great reaction, I won the lottery. Woohoo! Let's go to Hawaii. I'm in. You know, like that. I get I get reactions when they're good reactions, but when it's something that is going to either change your life or cause pain to another person or uh, act out of ways that are out of accordance with your, your personal integrity, you have to pause. And I don't like to tell people you have to do this, but I, I, I want to encourage you to pause and listen to what is going on inside of you. So important. Well, I, yeah, I agree with that because we are so quick to react and we can react to we can overreact we can underreact you know like words can hurt so that's 
you know, you just want to kind of like check in. For me personally, when I do this, it's like I check in with me and what I'm feeling. And it's like, okay, what am I feeling about this situation? Because it's because here's the truth. The truth is it's really never about what it's about, you know. Yeah, so right. mm-hmm. if you're reacting to something, if you don't feel good about it, yes, the body is the barometer of the truth. Then taking that, that, that time for yourself to honor okay, what is this really, really about? And pulling away the layers of the onion that I think mm-hmm, we all, mm-hmm. you know, we've all been doing this so long now, you know, that we, we can we can clear ourselves, you know. We can pull away yeah. our own layers of the onion so that we can really and tell ourselves the truth about what's really going on with a situation. And then then you can discuss it or, you know, talk about it from a different level and from your truth of, of what's really going on. And that comes from taking the, a moment of silence to really yeah. figure it out. And, you know, and the bottom line is the words, your truth. And I think you and I both are very fully aware that when you live in your truth and you honor your truth and you just go with the truth, even if it, brings consequences you're just a happier person yeah and boy I'll tell you that's that's a you know because it's honoring yourself and yeah man I tell you the universe really 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 has your back when you are truthful I was going to say really does respond to truth and you living in your truth and honestly I always say as soon as I own my truth, the universe cracks open a door and says, here you go, Kathy. Here's the path. Yeah. And I've seen it, and I've seen it happen, and it's tried and true. I want to uh, – we have four minutes left, so before I forget, I want to say, uh, mention two things. One is I am on Facebook Live every morning in November, Six Months to Live, Making Each Day Matter Facebook page, where I am honoring gratitude in our lives for the month and the people I'm thankful for. And it's been a super fun challenge for me because I hate being on camera. I love radio, but put me on camera and I shy away. So I am completely going out of my box and challenging myself. And I'm also going to be living out one of my dreams on November 18th in Venice Beach, California, where I will be doing a book signing and an interactive book signing where I have a little workshop planned for uh at the mystic journey bookstore and i've always wanted to do this and it's coming true in 16 days and i'll be telling you about that more as we get closer so i just wanted to tell you those two uh fun events for me that are coming up carrie what's on your agenda well um as you guys know my other my side hustle if you will is um that I own a company called Emergency Cafe, and I am just continuing to allow people to learn about, you know, what it takes to be safe in the middle of an earthquake or other type of emergency. And also, um, I have a, an Etsy store called Splash of Aloha. Sorry, that was a door mm-hmm. setting. Um, Splash of Aloha, where we have adorable T-shirts and Hawaiian vibrational sprays, and which are just some really I fun, totally fun stuff. You know, and with the holidays Thank you. coming up, I strongly urge you to visit that store. The ho- the sprays, I have the T-shirts and I have the sprays, of course, and the T-shirts are amazing and fun, and the sprays every single time I make 
a spray around anyone. See people stop and go, what's that smell? <laughs> so like, yeah, enough to give me like four different ones. I have the chakra clearing, forgiveness, love, and abundance, and they're just fun to have. And you know, smell is a really important thing. Like it, it can lift you. And uh, so I really, uh, what do you call it? Endorse those products. <laughs> Thanks, Highly endorse those products. Yeah. Well, we're doing some candles, too, which is exciting. Oh, that will be fun. So next week yeah. uh, follows uh, – so we got one minute left. Next week, obviously, is going to be following a super challenging day in America, which is the election. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. I've lost okay. my internet. Hang on a second. Uh, I still so hear you, babe. Yeah, we'll come to you. We'll be coming to you uh, next Wednesday morning uh, at nine o'clock again, and we will just kind of leave the topic open. I'd love to have some callers, so I'd love to to try to have some call-in people next week and just talk about America and what's going on and and where we're at and what the future holds for this country because it's a very powerful time. And I want to strongly urge everyone to go out and vote this week and uh, because every vote does matter. And don't let the news or the media cloud your truth. In honoring your truth, go in and vote. Yay. All right, yes. 40 seconds, Carrie. I, I will talk to you soon. All right. And I just want to give every- my um, – two cents to just having a beautifully blessed day honor your truth honor your silence and just be the best you you can be i love it okay happy wednesday everybody have a great day we'll see you next week aloha i love <laughs>